This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Ryan. And Sam. And we are coming to you with, we always have a special guest. We do, but this one is extra special because she's someone very near and dear to my heart. Aww. We've known each other since high school, and wow. now I've seen her start her own business. She's a certified life coach and spiritual guider. You need she that. Was, we, we really need <laughs> yeah, that. Like, and Caitlin, if you came here to listen to Riverdale, <laughs> the news, like, <laughs> expects just a therapy session. Yeah. You can both bill us later. And Caitlin was most recently on Big Brother. What? What? And she was riveting. So here we are with Caitlin Herman. Hi, everyone. Hello, Kate. It's a pleasure to be here. Ah, it's a pleasure to have you. An honor and a privilege, seriously. So Caitlin's currently out in LA, living there. So it's the first snowfall of the year here in New York City, and Caitlin was not having it. No, I was not having it. How was your journey here? It was a true disaster. I came into the apartment, took off my shoes. They were currently in the sink, and I was wringing out my socks. So... Guys, I'm a New York native, but I hate it. Caitlin, you went to camp. Do you have any relationship with the Archie comics at all? Oh my god, no. We never never did stuff like that at camp. But yeah, why did you? Well, you didn't go to camp. I I went to theater camp, but for some reason, different scene, yes. But I like read them like by myself at my house. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm older than you. So that was during my time. What, by like two <laughs> years? years. Oh my God. <laughs> but that was like a big thing during my time back in my youth. Guys, I loved Riverdale for like the one season or two seasons <laughs> I watched it. It was a pure joy. I just, bigger and better priorities, I guess. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we uh, clearly were doing a podcast about the show. Yeah. Tell me uh, what it is it, you it love dips, about it. it dip, well, it, it dips out <laughs> <laughs> week to week. I gotta say this season though, I'm on board. Season two was a whack job. Okay. And it got kind of crazy. But season three, they're kind of pulling it back. It's still pretty kooky. Pretty spooky. But I'm here for it. But honestly, I mean, the weird thing about this season is there's a spiritual kind of sense. Not spiritual. That's your your camp. Yeah, I was like, oh, I (laughs) I meant supernatural. Like, there's a supernatural undertone. Mm -hmm. But the writers and creators have been, like, quoted saying, this is not going to be supernatural at all. But it still feels very, very much supernatural. And this episode that aired last night especially felt that way. Yeah. So last week we had a flashback episode where we saw the parents of Riverdale as young teens playing griffins and gargoyles. I almost forgot that Archie was locked up in jail. It was sort of like (laughs) jarring to hop back in this week and be like, oh yeah, that's where we were. Me too. And the best part about seeing him in jail this episode was seeing him get out of jail. Yes. Well, this was his big prison break. Yeah. And honestly, it was a crazy episode. Yeah. Caitlin, have you ever thought of, like, do you ever play through the scenario in your mind of, like, being in prison and escaping? Um, good question. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I do have a lot of time on my hands for just, like, free play thought, but, like, that's just not one of those things I have thought about. I have thought about how would I do in prison, just, mm. I mean, not the escaping part, but, like, just me as an individual, how would I do behind bars? How would yeah. you do? Not well, how, a wild bitch. <laughs> well, how similar is the Big Brother house to prison? Yeah. Oh, my, it's probably identical. Yeah, yeah. wait, it actually really probably yeah. is. It really is. You can't leave. You yeah. can't have any belongings, right? That's so true. All your belongings were taken from you by... By JC. <laughs> well, that's true. All of my cute outfits were taken. No, we, we do get to bring things, but yeah, no, you're, imagine just not having any communication with people from the outside world. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Poor Arch. 
but he's out. He's you think out. he's going back in? Like, what's the plan? Uh, I Unclear? remember going back in. We also lost out. the warden this week. Oh, yeah. And we're jumping mm. to the end here, but... My dad was telling me, because my father watches <laughs> yeah. Riverdale, he was telling me that there was, like, a sick warden. A sick warden? Yeah, I mean, the warden is having this underground, like, rest, fight, club. fight club, basically. Yeah, no, I heard down. he's, like, sick. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then this episode, through the game, we learn that this episode's crazy because we kind of learn that everything, this game that we've been seeing this season, has been connected. So mm. the warden is playing the game, and part of his quest, he literally has a card in this game that says, kill the redhead. Red that, paladin. The Sorry, red paladin. Mm. It's very like, kill the red paladin. Yeah, that's really serious. But like you learn in this episode that and I, I went kind of crazy after I watched the episode, so I did like a, a Reddit deep dive into fan theories, and it kind of alluded to the fact that the past two seasons of the show have all been part of this master quest of this game. Mm. So the parents had started playing this game back in high school, and they never finished it. Like, you know in Jumanji, oh, you don't finish the game and it yeah. never ends? So they never finished it, and then... You know, people left town, the lodges left town, and then Veronica returns to town. And all the children of the people that originally played the game are now back, and they start continuing the game. And there's now a fan theory that where the game left off is where the series started. So everything in season one, the Jason Blossom murder, everything the Blossom household. I have full body chills, and I legit have not seen one episode of this <laughs> since season two. But, like, now I feel really, like, inclined to go back. I know, but it kind of, like, and season two got That's a little cool. all over the place, and this kind of gives it a free pass, because, like, it would be like, sense. fine, it makes sense, it makes sense. It, would make, it does make sense, it in a weird, sense. convoluted way. It's what like, do you have to say? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think, I just want to throw out there that this is a total fan theory. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we didn't learn that no, in no, this no. episode. No. This is Sam speculating. Yes. Well, so Jeffrey does it, say it in the beginning, though. He's what like, it's, he says in the beginning, like, this is, it's everything's part of the quest. The ghoulies warring with the serpents, like, everything. Totally. No, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. I'm all about a fan theory. I love conspiracy theories. Oh, so, same. Yeah. Same. Did you have any, like, conspiracies in the Big Brother house? <laughs> conspiracies? Yeah, yeah, we had a few, but it won't make Well, you watched it, so it might make sense to you. I'm sure some of our listeners watched it. But you don't... Okay, so we had, like, a conspiracy theory that, like, Sam... Mm-hmm. That was in the house. Oh, I hated her. That's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Sam was related to a girl that was on last season, Christmas. And we had a conspiracy Co- theory. So, wait, time out. Someone's name, name was Christmas. Christmas. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And so then we had another theory that Winston was a doctor. Like, I thought Winston I knew that was a, a legitimate doctor. He's not a doctor, right? Not at all. Okay. He's in medical style, same thing. Oh, yeah, it's pretty similar, actually. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. But this is a total fan theory. Yeah. And it was interesting to see how Jughead's narration of this game that he was leading with the his serpent crew mirrored that of Archie's escape. Yes. At first I thought that, that it was just like a convenience narration device. And I'm like, oh, that's clever of the writers. Mm-hmm. And then it, we learned that it's sort of something deeper than that. Yeah, everything Again, Jughead it, was saying was split screen with the prison break. And everything he said in the game... It was very Jumanji. Like, everything he said in the game, like, he pulled out a thing and it was like, you met a barrier, like, there's a roadblock, and then Betty can't open the crate that Archie's trying to break out of, and it all mirrored what he was doing. Interesting. So there's a lot of rumors that's like, this seems like he was the one causing it. Mm. Yeah, and when he, when he was so insistent on becoming the gang leader, mm-hmm. do you think he knew that going into it? I don't, it's, 
it's just so hard for me to like them saying it's not supernatural, but then how is do this stuff happening? Do we think though? I just had a thought. Do we think that them saying it's not supernatural is just like a way to issue it, that it's it is? It could be, but I was so happy when they said it wasn't supernatural. Same. I like I love like Sabrina for what it is, right? Like we know going into it that it's going to be supernatural. Yes. Riverdale for the past two seasons has been like. Something that could seemingly happen in real life. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the crime of a small town. Yeah, and it's kind of jumped the shark yeah, a so little I'd bit be, lately. But I'd be disappointed if they went totally like supernatural on us. But I can't tell, and I like that I can't tell. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go. Let's go to Archie in jail. Like what he's experiencing. Yes. If you guys got arrested, who would your first call be? Because Ooh. I was thinking about this. I don't know phone numbers anymore. I wouldn't want to call my mom and dad, and they're the only two people I still have memorized. Then they're the only two people you would call. But like, what, what if I got him? Like, but what if I was like arrested for something bad and I didn't want them to know? You know, like I feel like eventually they find out. Like, I yeah, feel like for sure. Like just at this point in our lives, that'd be my call. Just call yeah. But what if I want to memorize your number, Ryan? <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah. You can't bail me out. Actually. You can't bail me out. No, not no. monetarily. <laughs> I'd like give you support. Maybe you can emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kaylin, who would you call? My dad. Your dad. Like, 100%. I think I call my dad, too, It would be a judgment-free zone. Like, he would just... You know he would actually come. Like, yes. if you call any of your friends, like... Oh, yeah. No shot. Mm. What about you, Ryan? I don't know. Like... A task rabbit? Yeah, or, like, some sugar daddy that, like, took me to dinner once. You know, oh, like... I love that you <laughs> like, have that. Hey, listen. No, it's been a while. And they'd be like, oh, he's so cute. Of course. Like, here's a thousand. Oh, I love you know, probably owe him a little that. something, and then... Do you have my life. No, I wish I had a real one. So, so Archie is in prison still, and mm-hmm. we have the the Fight Club coming up. His big final match. The warden pulls him aside, tells him this is your last chance. Can we talk about that Joaquin Archie kiss? Joaquin looks like a snack. That like that kind of shocked me at first. Joaquin was a serpent rival that Kevin Keller had a relationship with and last Archie season. Kiss. So Kev Joaquin's in prison. It was a Judas kiss. Okay. You know, it was very Eponine, Little Fall of Rain. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> was it? <laughs> a little bit, yes. I picture more Judas, Lady Gaga music video. Oh, that too. But he kisses that's him. That's my reference for Bible. He kisses him and then he stabs him. Is Archie in a relationship though? Yeah, he's yes. with Veronica. Yeah. Oh, he and, he and Veronica also have sex in this episode. Yeah, they have very like Rocky style sex. Yeah, Veronica comes in with this janky blonde wig. Monica Posh yeah. is her code name. Oh! And we saw Elio back in the episode. Yes. Oh my God. Shout out to Julian. Julian, hey. We love you, Julian. Uh, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. He's a friend of the pod. It's so exciting to see Julian on. Uh, we're going to have an exclusive interview with Julian coming up in a couple episodes. Yeah, it's really good. So get ready. Yeah. Um, but Archie and Veronica have sex in the locker room after his fight. <laughs> Cool. And she's like, hi, how are you? How's it going? He's like, no. He's really hot. He's so hot. He's like, I can't talk right now. Is he single? He is single. Right? Yeah. Oh. Hi. I'm not nearly. Imagine if you walk oh. in here right now and I look like this. If this no, was the no, Oprah no, no. show, he'd no. walk out right now. We'd be like, and here we are. Where's he living? KJ, come on out. <laughs> um, Vancouver right now. Yeah, I mean, he's from. But LA. I mean, they all split their time between Vancouver sure, and LA. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Y'all like, can't see Caitlin McCaitlin's. Gorge, like you know, she's Gorgeous. she's playing herself down now. But like, this could act, this could actually work. We could be speaking with the future spouse of KJ <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> I'll jump that Caitlin far. Caitlin Alpha, another K. Alpha. Another K. Alpha. Oh, What's your real name? Sarah. K. S. Alpha. K. S. Alpha and KJ Alpha. Sarah. Sarah. Right, you, you never guys. know. KJ, if you're listening, 
We have an eligible bachelorette. Anyway, um, also Monica Posh, Veronica's alter ego, really like struck a nerve with me. I don't know why. <laughs> it like, ex- expands. I just, she puts on this blonde expands. wig and these big sunglasses and she goes, do you know who I am? I'm Monica Posh. You should be and Monica I, Posh for Halloween. That's a great year. idea, actually. What was I this year? Oh, I was, I was, I was a character from SpongeBob, the musical specifically. Love. Thank you. I was pretty good. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just really like she was that character, and I felt things in a way I've never felt before. Mm. I get that. So Veronica crafted a scheme of thank God they realized how they could create these like fog machines through these soda bottles. Okay, I'm sorry. These kids never go to class. How do they know how to do like pipe bombs in Coca Cola cans? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know anything. So how can they do that? <laughs> yeah, but, but they figured it out. Can we talk about how? I mean, shout out to Casey Cott. I mean, friend, another friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good this episode. He was so good. And Casey, Josie, and um, Hot Reggie all got a bigger part this episode. And it really was nice to see them like bonding together. We yeah. learned that um, Mayor, former Mayor Lodge, Sierra, I mean, sorry, sorry. We, former Mayor McCoy, Sierra McCoy, and Tom Keller are getting married. Yes. Oh my Wedding God. bells in the future. Wedding bells. But... Casey was so good. Yeah, so Kevin would like deliver the sodas to the back door. Wait, wasn't he on your podcast? Mm hmm. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Oh my god, he was like in when I like watched. Yes. Is he still like a big part? Yes, he had a big part this episode. Love. Yeah. What did you you think (laughs) about the scene where Kevin Keller is in his little like delivery boy outfit and he sees Joaquin? one that got away. Oh, I know. Running away. Well, first of all, how embarrassing is it that, like, all of a sudden your ex pulls up and you're, like, in this delivery boy outfit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, not, not the look you want to give. No. Um, but, yeah, so Joaquin escaped. The thing that fascinated me was, like, I was so hoping that Kevin would open that crate on the pipe. Like, that was their whole plan. I know. As soon as Betty pulled up, I was so relieved to see her. I'm like, oh, amazing. They'll work together. And he was like, listen, girl gotta bounce Joaquin just ran the other way I know to me though you know what that struck me and like that was followed by Archie escaping and Betty and him having a moment and it was kind of like two love interests that got away so it was Kevin chasing after Joaquin followed by Betty seeing Archie and they shared a smile and then she like touched his chest and it was very like intimate is this gonna like happen between Archie and I think eventually I think it's gonna pull a gossip girl where the love interest kind of like just like Go I mean, around it's and around. Been like this since day one. Right, yeah. exactly. And like you could that one scene though between the two of them, like there was electricity. Yeah. It was like crazy. Yeah. But I think there's more to Joaquin's story. Me too. I think he knows more about the game. Oh yeah. Something's well, well he's playing the game too. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Everyone's playing the game. We also didn't mention beforehand that they tried to escape jail initially. Oh yeah. Like kind of during like it seems like a really poor escape plan yeah it was like midday fully sunny out and they just decided to like run for it they're like, like one two three go no one planned that better no and the fence obviously electric yeah <laughs> but thankfully they shot them with what must have been rubber bullets it was rubber bullets which didn't make me wonder again not to this is getting really off topic but like for gun control reasons like all bullets should be rubber i sure. agree we're very pro rubbers yeah they would yes we can put that on a t-shirt. Uh, but the warden was obviously upset with Archie and branded him with this letter that we don't really know what it's about yet, but certainly seems to be from the Griffins and Gargoyle worlds. This game is bigger than we could even imagine. 
Yeah. It's taken over. It's like an epidemic, honestly. Yeah. It's taken over the town. Have you ever, like, what was, like, a game in your lifetime that was, like, huge? Like, can oh. we even, like, think of one? I remember, like, Snood. <laughs> what was that? Snood was a computer game. Manhunt. Manhunt! Manhunt's oh, yes. so good. Snood was, like, you just, like, shoot out little characters in the computer, and you, like, knock them. It, it's exactly like another game, but it had funny little monsters. So, it's called okay. Snood. But that's like all I could think about because there was no like there was no like zeitgeisty game. No, Jacks, Kongi, like those maybe. Nothing's like comparable. Pokemon Go. Now Pokemon is Go is like the closest yeah. you get of like what was a card game becoming something. Yeah. I just never got into gaming. Mm-hmm. Like I magic cards and all that oh, yeah. stuff, Dungeons and Dragons. No shade towards no shade towards people that do that. It's just never for me. No, I, I understand that. I and liked. I mean, even the TV I watched growing up was all reality talk shows. <laughs> it's always been in his blood. What did you say? I said it's always been in his blood, like the reality. It's always been the blood. Yeah. Were you a fan of Big Brother before you went on it? Yeah. Since you were, season right? Fifteen. Yeah. And Wait, I was tell just us on season twenty. Can you walk us through your audition process for the show? Well, truthfully, I moved to LA to start my business um, a year ago. Like November. Caitlin's also an amazing life coach. If you guys need any advice or like any, if you're looking for someone to really help you like get to the next level in your life and figure out how to conquer your demons, like this is your girl. That was really sweet. Thank you. Oh, I mean it. I'm serious. Yeah. Ryan signing up. I'm like, Like, we'll start with the Ryo profile. Then go from there. It's like. No, you're definitely going to get it. I'm excited for you to have that actually. But anyway, um, so. I moved to LA to start my business and then, I don't know, I just like felt like a voice in my head saying like, you gotta go to LA, which fundamentally made absolutely no sense considering I had a boyfriend at home of five years, my family was home, and then like, I always listened to that, I like to call it my ing, my inner guidance system, so like, my inner guidance system was like, go to LA, and I was like, fine, I'll do it, and everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about, like, why are you going to LA? So I did, and then when I moved here, um, when I moved there, I found out that there were open casting calls for Big Brother. And I was like, oh my God, that is so Hollywood of me. Like, <laughs> let me go to my first open casting call, especially for a show I love. Like, right. Maybe, like, I'll bump into some of the old players. Like, whatever. And I didn't have many friends there at the time. So I was like, I'm going. So I went, and then they just never stopped calling me. And, like, only two people, like, made it from the show that weren't, like, recruited. Like, they just saw me and were like, okay. There's something about her. But you have so much personality. You are yeah. you, have, you have literally one minute to speak, though. So. Yeah. What did you say? Well, I really didn't think anything was going to happen, but you go up there, it's like five strangers, and then my casting director, Danny Love, who happens to... You would be <laughs> obsessed. Did you see that, like, hit I got yeah. over me? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, you guys are going to date. So, anyway... Ah! He's from Westchester, but, like, lives in L.A. He's, like, head of casting. Okay, great. So we're going to set this up. Perfect. I don't know if he's your type, but, like, we'll figure it out. Okay. So Danny um, asks Danny everyone, Love is his name? His last name is Love. Ryan Love. Gorgeous. <laughs> like, don't you love that? I love that. So he asks everyone a question, and then he's asking everyone, so, like, if you were on the show, like, you know, what would you do to win or whatever? So he asked this to me, and I was like, the girl that was speaking right before me, she was like way too much. I was like, I would go in that house and be 
totally like an ass and like just kick everyone's butt and like it was she was way too much so he was like your turn and I was like well like I come from a place of love and light and like authenticity so um you're really gonna what you see is what you get and I'll be sharing a lot of like love and whatever and head of casting her name is Robin Cast she is like head honcho of casting wait excuse me (laughs) (laughs) what are these names Robin Cast Cast? I thought it was cast. Cast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. Is that kind of clever? Robin Cass and Dave. Her name is Robin Cass, and she made her company called Casting. How cute is that? Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. She does all the casting for like Survivor, Big Brother, whatever. So she's sitting in the corner, happens to be sitting into my thing, and starts like fake yawning at me. And I was like, she was just like, and I like turned to her and I was like, I'm sorry if you're tired, but I just want to make it very clear that I'm like 90% love and light and 10% go fuck yourself. So this is going to be boring for you. And she was like, whoa. So ever since that point. It's the most thing oh ever. I know. Well, I was just like triggered. I was like. Was that authentic? Like, yeah. Like, that just, like, like that's just that's like. Scary. Yeah. Because like mm. she was yawning at me and I was like. <laughs> okay. Take it easy. So from that point on. Caitlin was the bad that. girl in the drama club. <laughs> I was the bad. Okay. But yeah, no, it was it was a good time. That's why I auditioned and it was a lot of fun. And you honestly got such a following on that show because you were iconic. I'm so glad you watched. When I got home and knew that Sam like was a hardcore supporter. Like I, it meant everything to me. I Caitlin, was so I was proud. watching the live feeds at work. Tell every me, day. was there something that you saw me doing where you were like, Oh my god, or like that's so Caitlin? Like what did I thought you were so authentically yourself and it was just like so so funny because I know you very well. Yeah. So it was so Interesting to me to see you, the Caitlyn I know and love, in this public, public environment. Being the same. Dealing with these strangers being the same. And, like, I know you and love you. And it was so, like, exciting to see, like, people reacting to you. And, like, people were obsessed but with you. That's, but also people hate Yeah, but that's how you know you're making yeah. your mark, you know? You yeah. can't have, yeah. like, everyone loving you if there you was, make an impression. There were so many. It was the second I got out of the house because I got it very early. Well, not very early. Whatever. Early enough. And I just Too remember early. opening up my phone and seeing so many texts from my friends and 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 then just saying, like, you were f- so amazing, you were so funny, you were yourself, whatever. And that meant more to me than, like, the random trolls that right. come into Because you gotta remember, like, these people you know see you. these things that people say to me. And oh, it's I can like, only imagine. Unreal, the things. I mean, it's disgusting. But then but. you have, like, people making fan accounts for you and, like... Sure, but and that's it's like, amazing. I don't even care about that. I just cared so much. Like, the second I got out of that house, you don't get your phone back until the next day. And I just, you're in a, you're by yourself in a hotel room, and you're just like... Was it really overwhelming? I mean, it was like the worst night of my life. How but many texts did you have? Well, when I opened my phone the next day, I mean, hundreds. But mm-hmm. it was like, all I kept thinking about that night where I was by myself in the hotel room, when I got out, I was like, I really hope that, like, my friends and family, like, we're proud of me. Yeah. And then to open your phone and to see just everyone saying, we fucking love you, like, you're amazing, whatever. Like, that was so great. But, oh my God, it was amazing. I can't imagine. I, like, don't have my phone for I like wish you watched because you would love it. Yeah. No, I'm going to... Now I have to start. You should. Like, I might... Like, no, just I've never seen a show like Big Brother. I literally was watching live feeds at work every day. Because no. I was... I was obsessed. If I go back on, you're going to watch. Oh. It, yes. No, it's like... I'm the, sworn. No, yeah. Yeah, like, no, I know. Blood of, of, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! They did that on Riverdale. Yeah, Blood yeah. Oath. Did they? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just did a Blood um, Oath, you guys. We just, we just... <laughs> you, you didn't see it, so but it happened. Out. We just opened our wrists and then kissed. It was amazing. But yeah, no, but yeah, wow. Crazy. You'd be good on Big Brother. Yeah, you would, Ryan. You'd Sam, be good on reality. Sam, you'd be good to do that. I'd like to think that, but I'm nervous. I think I'd be a villain. 
I wonder if any of these people even listening watch the show. I'm sure they do. Oh, I'm sure. Big Brother is huge. It's they, massive. They huge. Must. Huge. It's so fascinating ever. to hear. Like, I mean, we kind of joke about the similarities, but like, it's prison at like it's no, it is ass. prison Like ass. Archie's out, you got out. Yeah, and now it's like what you need to readjust think? to the real world. And was like, it hard yeah. to like reacclimate? Because oh now you Archie saw good. me almost like what was it? We watched Rachel's eviction together. Yes, yes. That was tough. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough. So like, I was evicted on a, every Thursday. Someone gets evicted. So I was evicted on a Thursday, came home. But, let's just say, they tried so hard to keep Caitlin. Like, they had a playback in game. And I, like... Like, I got a bonus life of sorts. Okay. So I was Because the producers loved you and wanted to keep you. The vote was nine to one. I was... The majority wanted me out. Great. Yeah. Everyone was like, sayonara, get the fuck out of here. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. You'll, oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. So, great. <laughs> so they're like, sayonara, get the hell out of here. And then all of a sudden, live on national television, Julie Chen, we see a... Julie Chen Moonbez. Julie Chen Moonbez. We see a plus one on the screen. And they're like, Caitlin, you have a bonus life. You have to go upstairs and participate in this competition. And if you get it in two minutes and 30 seconds, you're back in the game. It was an eight-piece puzzle, and I couldn't solve it. <laughs> Two minutes and 30 seconds. I wouldn't be able to. It, the pressure of the moment. I mean, it was totally, too yeah. much. I can't even fathom the pressure. It was a puzzle of myself, too, which is, like, insane. Um, it was, like, <laughs> oh a my car- God, It was, like, a character. Well, that's even more messed up, because I'm, like, I don't want that part to be there. It was <laughs> like, so sad. It yeah. was literally so sad. And then the next week, it's, like, you're literally, like, back at home with all of your friends on the couch watching one of my best friends get evicted. And I'm, like, I'm not okay. Like, but I was I was so happy when Rachel got out because right, I was like I could see her. But oh my god, it was like jarring show. to watch you like watch it. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Like I would watch it every week, and anyone that was watching with me, like I was a shell of a person when I watched a show. I'd be like, we couldn't speak. Yeah, that's no, like no, how Ryan treats me when we watch live musicals together or awards. No, like don't talk, don't oh, talk. Yeah. yeah, like you can't speak. Anyway, bringing it back to the show to wrap it up. So basically, Archie gets out of prison. Prison breaks complete. This game has taken over. Jughead, hair is still red. Hair is still red, sure. but he's stabbed. Like he has to now like recover from like his wound. He really is like really weak from prison and like mm-hmm. everything that's happened. Um, it's just so bad outside. It is disgusting outside here in New York. Um, Jughead's fully immersed in the game. Jughead wasn't even involved with the prison break, which was interesting to me. Yeah. But now Archie is taking refuge in the bunker. It's mm-hmm. the only place that nobody else in Riverdale knows unbreakable about. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, Basically. the bunker is going to be closed now for a couple of years, and they're going to have to go back to the world. Um, no, but the people in the bunker, the main gang, are now sworn to secrecy. The rest of them, aside from Betty and Veronica, are fully invested in the game. Archie knows nothing, so he's still learned about Dalton Dooley's death and everything else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's where we really we we leave off. Yeah, some other things to like circle back, like that I want to mention is how like super invested Jughead seems in the game. Mm-hmm. Like that's how we ended last week's episode. How we start this week's episode. Like it, I I'll give Cole Sprouse some acting credit of like he really like did well of appearing so, like uh, manic so. and crazy like. He spoke super fast. I couldn't. I can't even describe it. No, he, he did a great job. Cold acting this season like, is really stellar. Like, yeah. he's killing it. Yeah, he did a great job. Oh, something and, else I want to mention. Yeah, um, Hermione Lodge. Yeah. So, Archie gets broken out of prison, and who starts freaking out about it? Oh yeah, Hermione Lodge. Mm-hmm. Is that the mom? Yes. Yeah. Why is she freaking out? That's a great question, Caitlin. Well, Why is she freaking out? 
what can she have invested in Archie staying in prison? What, Something why, game related? I think. I think Hermione's a prime suspect now. I think so. I mean, the lodges are definitely The lodges suspect. are all sorts of fucked yeah. up. They're all sorts of fucked up. But what and, really got me is uh-huh. she runs to the warden's office, to yes. the prison. And the episode ends with the prison guard saying to the warden, Mayor Lodge is here to see you. And in that moment, the warden is like, all right, well, you failed your quest. You got it. This is it. Now you can ascend. And Mm -hmm. why else would he kill himself with the cyanide if not like the gargoyle king, the spiritual leader of this game, this cult, is there to see him through? Yeah. I don't know. It was very suspicious to me. This is so weird. And the fact that the card (laughs) was left out that was like, kill the the red paladin. Mm Mm-hmm. So here's, like, I did some fan theory research myself. Here's, like, one that I think could be very possible that the mark on Archie is that of the Red Paladin. Oh. Is that going to be, like, a massive part of the game? And is now everyone playing the game going to want, like, is their mission going to be to kill Archie? You know what? Who's going to protect Archie? Who, like, how's he going to escape? Who's going to be the first one to die? We've already seen We've some had, deaths this season. Yeah. But who, I, who has died? That's serious. Dilton Doily. Well, so, I mean, serious is relative. But Dilton Doily, Midge Clump, ben, Benjamin Button, <laughs> and now I this war. I mean, serious that, like, season two would know the character. Like, I like no, the, one, no one major major yet. Mm-hmm. And I can't promise anyone major's going to die yet. No, but I think that your theory about Archie being, like, the one that's being hunted now is very, very likely. Especially with what we know about a prop that we found on set we went to visit. That's right. Secrets. But I think that's definitely fair. And at the end of the episode, we see Jughead see the Gargoyle King. Yeah. Which again feels so supernatural and so not real that it's so strange to me i think there's a way that the show can like spin it of like that the gargoyle king we're visually seeing that the characters are seeing is not is not real like is supernatural but like only exists in the character's imagination for sure for sure like the game is such a mind fuck that it like starts like making you see things yeah i think that's fair but i really what i like about this season is like season two season one felt very like plot driven where you kind of knew where it might end up and this one I have no idea where it's going to go. But yeah. the best. The best. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Just like the season of Big Brother. I had no idea who was in and out. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, but that we'll was see. it. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Well, Caitlin, where can we follow you? Like... At Caitlin underscore Herman. K-A-I-T-L-Y-N underscore Herman. Herman. Perfect. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, which like feel free, but... um. I don't really say, like, that many something. But she does. So follow her. At Kate Coaching. K-A-I-T and then Coaching. Amazing. Definitely follow her. I'm at Sam Gold. S-A-M. G-O-L-D-D. Do you got followers from this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did this happen? No. No, you're good. I'm manifesting it for you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at Ryan Bloomquist. You can follow us on the podcast at Riverdish uh, on Instagram or Riverdish Pod. Email us, riverdishpod at gmail.com. And um, stay away from the game, River Vixens. Stay away. Bye. Riverdish.